good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Dr. Movie. I say good morning. You're probably listening to this anytime you want to. But for me, it's morning. Matter of fact, it's 5.19 in the morning. And I'm driving to work. And it's time to do another episode of this show, this shindig, that I call Dr. Movie. Which is basically just me talking while I drive to work about just movies that I'm checking out and, you know, not a lot of details, but just little quick reviews to get you through your day. And uh, today, this morning, I'm going to talk about a movie called Brain Dead. came out in 89, 90, right around in there, and it feels like it. This is another one of those, if you saw the artwork for the episode, you've, you've seen this and Either it made you want to see it, or you did see it because of it. Uh, but this is one of those cases where, yeah, the the artwork draws you in, and the artwork has really nothing to do with the movie. But you know what? The movie still is pretty good. Uh, this one's an interesting case. Uh, again, I mean, you you do see what's on the cover at the beginning of the movie, but it really, you know, when you look at the cover, you're like, oh, well, what happened to this guy? I mean, is this a, some kind of experiment, and something went wrong with this guy? Is he, you know, is he like a Frankenstein monster that somebody's put together, and this is just the way he looks, and yeah, it's nothing like that. It's, it's basically a prosthetic face that they have mounted for them to do studies on brains, and they hook the brains up to this face, and the brains can create, you know, facial features and responses through brain waves. Um, so, you know, sorry to bust your bubble there if you haven't seen it. But uh, besides that, if you throw that all aside, I, I, I really can't call this a horror movie, even though that's kind of what it's classified as. It's more of a... Uh, more of a psychological feature. So, kind of like, you could put this in the same category. No, I'm not saying it's the same category or the same quality, but it's definitely in the same genre as like Inception or Being John Malkovich or any of those brain twister movies. The Cell, it's got, you know, it's not near The Cell, but anyways, it's, it's, it's psychological, right? And, uh, you got Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, and George Kennedy. So, to me, you can't go wrong. I mean, and who doesn't want to see a movie where, with Bill and Bill together, right? That's one of those things that we always look for, right? Uh, that's two, two characters I've always loved, and George Kennedy, too. I love George Kennedy. He's made a bunch of stinkers of movies, but I love him. Uh, he, he's 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 like that welcome mat when you get home, right? He's he's that that comfort, the uh, the couch you lay on when you're just feeling bad. And you want to watch TV. George Kennedy is kind of like that. Uh, he just kind of works in whatever he's in, and uh, he's not quite the American uh, Michael Caine, but he's pretty close. He's been in a lot of stuff. But needless to say, this movie is about. Uh, a neurosurgeon scientist, Bill Pullman and uh, he's really good at working on brains he's got a huge collection of brains like a wall full and uh, 
his buddy Bill Paxton, who went to college with him, uh, they fell in love with the same girl, but Bill Pullman ended up marrying her, so there's that kind of little uh, little twist going on there, but it's not really an issue, that it's just kind of brought up in passing at the beginning, and uh, Bill Paxton works for this company, and they had this mathematician that's got this data stored that they want to get their hands on, and this guy is withholding the information and apparently something's happened to him and he's gone insane. So they've got him in the institute and he's trying to get Bill Pullman to go check him out and see if he's faking because he's claiming he's paranoid and all this stuff. But he won't give up the information, which is, you know, some kind of critical data that they need business-wise. Well, along with that, the story is, is this guy snapped and killed his wife and kids and blamed it on somebody that he can't see and all this kind of stuff. Or somebody broke in his house and killed people. You don't really know what's going on. So Bill Pullman's like, yeah, man, we'll, we'll dig into this. But when they do this, the study, uh, he performs this in front of George Kennedy, who's the owner of the company that Bill Paxton works for. And they've kind of got this little private room, business room, where they can see in and watch Bill Pullman perform this procedure. Basically a lobotomy, but just not, uh, not as crazy. And the whole point is to be able to get him, this, this uh, Halsey guy. Halsey is the guy's name that they're trying to get the information out of that's going a little crazy. And they're having trouble getting him to release the information. But Bill Paxton, when he does this thing, you start going into dream state, uh, which is done really well. I have to admit, this, this, this movie is pretty solid. Uh, it does keep you guessing because what happens is at one point uh, during this procedure, he talks about this guy that killed his family and he's black and white and red all over. Well, he asked Halsey while he's poking at his brain, does he see the killer in the room? And he says, yes. And over in the corner, he sees this guy in like a lab coat, blood all over him, holding like a scalpel or a knife. And nobody else can see it, right? But after he does the procedure to Halsey, Bill Pullman can see him. And from there, this thing starts spiraling out of control. Um, <laughs> the most comical thing, which is kind of a setup, but Bill Pullman is leaving work one day, and he's all about his brains, man. He's got, like I said, this incredible collection of brains, and he's got one in a jar, you know, your regular brain container jar that you see in every horror movie that's full of liquid and got a brain, brain floating around in it, and he walks outside, and this bum is out there, and he's like, he's got my effing brain! <laughs> so he gets in this fight over a brain with this homeless guy. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing that's a little wonky about this, but I liked it. Uh, but this guy is absolutely positive that this is his brain in this jar, and this guy's got it, and he wants his brain back. So uh, they fight out in the street. The brain gets thrown up in the air and it comes crashing down the ground and gets destroyed. 
and Bill Pullman walks out to try to gather it, I guess, and gets hit by a vehicle. His head goes through the windshield, and from there, it's really hard to describe everything that happens because, again, you go in and out of dream state. Bill Pullman's having all these dreams that all tie together um, to the point to where uh, <clears throat> the guy that was the killer is now Bill Pullman's doctor, which he's freaking out about, right? He sees Bill Pullman, or Bill Paxton, just let me rephrase that. Bill Pullman sees Bill Paxton and his wife getting it on. So there's that that psychological thing too where there where they've hitched hitched back up and he sees that and then he also sees where somebody has come in while they're getting it on. Uh, somebody comes in and kills them. And he walks in the house and sees them dead and then when he looks down He's got the weapon in his hand. So there's all these twists and turns of did he do it? Did he not do it? Is he crazy? Is he seeing things? Is this really happening? It really keeps you going. And, and I have to say, it's done really well. For this to be a late 80s, early 90s movie, this was kind of ahead of the curve on, on this kind of style of movie making. And I was impressed. I mean... When you see a movie with a cover like this one, you're already convinced you're going to see some some slump, right? <laughs> it's going to be just a wonky kind of movie. This is a solid flick, and uh, I was impressed. And again, you you know you named the three people that I did. The acting level is pretty dang good, and. Uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed this one. I was really surprised by this one. And again, just like everything else I talk about, it's on Tubi. And um, if you like psychological thrillers, if you like Bill Pullman, if you like Bill Paxton, George Kennedy, uh, I think this is a really interesting flick. And again, I, I can't call it a horror flick by any means, but that's okay. Um, it, it it holds up well enough. Um, you kind of see where it's going after you kind of get the wheels turning a little bit. And not to give too much away, but um, I thought the ending was kind of predictable. Because, again, we've seen this now a few times. But uh, this, one, this one's done really well. So I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. Which, you know, according to Duncan McLeish, that's the, I liked it level, right? I'm not going to write home about it and say this is, you know, something that everyone should check out. I think it's an acquired taste for sure. I think the artwork is misleading. But for the most part, this is a good solid flick. And I, I was pleasantly surprised with it. So give it a shot. If you like these kind of flicks, I recommend it. And that's pretty much it for this episode. I hope you folks have a good day, a good night, whatever it is in your time zone, time frame, what's happening with you when you're listening to this. But uh, just enjoy, enjoy your time. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.